0: It's Car Con Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Car Con Carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van It's Car Carne. Happy Hump Day. It's still Quarantine Con Carne. Sponsored by C&H Financial Services. C&H offers a variety of products ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero cost payment processing solution which eliminates expenses tied to accepting credit cards. CNH also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs to help get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times. To learn more, contact CNH Financial Services at 855-600-2437 or go to chfs.us. I'm James Van Aalstel and my guest today he is a social media content creator. He is well-known in the space, as they say. Actually, I don't think they say that at all. Uh, he is Parker James. Hi, Parker. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. And what's interesting, there are more people following you on TikTok than there are people in the state of Wisconsin. That's,
1: I, don't even, you know, I don't even think about stuff like that. But when you, mention, when you say it like that, that's pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> and you don't even have a water park like they have in the Wisconsin Dells.
1: No, I know. I can't. don't you think I need a water park by now?
0: A, a log ride, a lazy river, any of oh, those yeah. things would be delightful.
1: Actually, you're oh, yeah, in Texas, definitely. right? I
0: mean, that's yeah, lazy river sounds lovely down there I bet.
1: Oh yeah, especially when it's um 115, you know, plus humidity. It,
0: so, but it, oh, it's not a dry heat like they say in Arizona. Oh no! So you don't? Do you get hung up on numbers? Do you look at that stuff? I realize that's a measurement of your brand and your—that's basically your commerce. But seems Mm -hmm. kind of like a weird thing to dial into. I'm up fifteen today. I'm down down twenty. Was it something I said?
1: You know, a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, you do got to really keep an eye on your numbers. See what makes your uh, your community and uh, the people that follow you very you know happy. So you got to you got to keep an eye on that. Let's say you post a video and. It just does absolutely terrible. You're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe I should push push this a little bit differently and see how it does. You know, so you do kind of got to work on it. But you know, you just always got to try to better yourself because there's no way then forward. You just got to keep going forward. You know, so
0: I I think about I think about Spider Man a lot, Parker. Uh, But but yeah, the great line with great power comes great responsibility. In this. Mm -hmm truly bizarre weird kind of awful time you've been a touchstone of sorts for gen z i've heard the comments i've read the comments the content you create which is wholesome it's goofy it's Mm -hmm. fun it's ridiculous Uh, it really has connected with people and has been kind of a beacon for people who are struggling right now yeah have you felt a shift in the way that your fans your followers have been connecting with you or responding to you during The pandemic
1: um you know it's all it's always been like you know positive outreach it's always been like super upbeat and all that stuff uh but with the whole coronavirus thing going around right now and covid uh it's just they have been a lot more like thank you for you know continuing to do what you do and all that so it has been uh a lot more you know stress put on me but i'm i'm totally open and willing to take that stress if it makes people happy you know at that point it's not really stress it's just my job you know so i'm willing to you know care for those people that that want it and i'm willing to supply
0: you know you use the word community doing what you do being a social media based content creator the i think the the area is a lot more gray between creator and consumer than it is with television or film you have I mean they feel like they know you and in some respects Mm -hmm. they do does it feel great to you does it feel is it a natural thing for you
1: yeah um I've, I've always been I haven't really been uh like introvert I've always been extroverted so uh talking to people and just making them know that like hey I'm here you know I'm here for you I'm I'm totally cool you know I feel that's a big important part of being a social media influencer. There's a lot of influencers out there that do think they are, you know, larger than life, which I made sure that I would never, no matter how big I get on social media, I would never become that um, Hollywood superstar persona to where I'm completely unreachable. Um, I would always want to be personable and um, positive with everyone because I'm just a dude just like just some other guy or girl or whatever. And, you know, so.
0: You mentioned the the word influencer. And I think people of a certain age, they just don't get it. But to me, what you're doing is no different than being a musician, being a writer, anyone in the arts who's creating content and yeah. profiting or generating revenue from it. You create content, people consume it. That's how that works. But it is interesting. It's almost it's almost an age divide of people who get what you're doing. But I mean, I'm of a certain age, not your age, but I'm, I'm making content in, in my house and people are consuming yeah. it. So I, I, I perfectly understand what you're doing. You're doing it at a much higher, much more advanced, much more successful level. But I get it, but yeah. I'm sure you've noticed there's, there, there's some head scratching going on with people. There There's a cutoff. Yeah. Don't get the whole notion of being an influencer.
1: You know, like, even like like friends' parents, they don't understand what I do, and you know it's fine. You know, not everyone was raised growing up around social media and influencers. So when this older generation, let's say uh, like Gen X, um, they didn't grow up with uh, social media as much as the current generation. So when they see that they're making all this money and making themselves, you know, brandable, it's, is kind of hard to kind of grasp. So uh, I can probably guarantee you in the future, uh, there's going to be kids doing stuff that I myself probably in my fifties are going to be like, what the heck? Like, how does that even make any sense? You know? So it, it kind of, it kind of goes like that. And I don't, I don't blame them, but at the same time, it's just like, Hey, it's what I do. And if you don't understand it, I'm, sorry. I don't really know how to explain it that well.
0: (laughs) Your career path. I I think a lot of creative people have similar inspiration. You had a teacher once who said, you'll never make it as a content creator. To me, that's how Mm -hmm. stars are born. Whenever someone in that role says you're not going to do this, you can't do this. That right there is inspiration to turn around and say, Oh no, I got this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. That, yeah, that was when, when she said that it was, you know, it was it was a time in my
1: life to where school. I've always kind of struggled with school. School has never really been my thing, you know. I have been I am a I would like to say that I'm a good student, but there are times to where uh just like mathematics, for example, I just can't do it that well. That's just not my thing. Numbers, I numbers, letters, I'm a little bit dyslexic and um probably have a little bit of ADD, but uh so school doesn't really come that easy to me. So Uh, there was one day, um, I came, it was like my athletics backed up my math. So I would always be very tired and I guess I dozed off a few times in math class. And then, uh, um, she was just very rude and just not very understanding of what students go through because students do go through a lot, um, and she said i said something like yeah well i'm not coming here next year cuz i'm going to be an influencer and she's like yeah no you're not and i'm like oh okay yeah just watch and I, i'm am where i am now and i don't really think about the teacher that much anymore right. to
0: be honest but but you yeah. hear that kind of stuff you think well no screw that i'm going to do that
1: yeah definitely i was like okay hmm okay I'm just going to prove you wrong. And then exactly. completely
0: forget about you. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the career trajectory. Cause this isn't a, mm-hmm. a traditional career path. Yeah. How, how did you, I, I mean, anyone listening or watching right now is probably wondering, how do you get from a to B? Cause it, you know, on the surface it seems like an overnight success just because of your age. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this happened so quickly. How did you, how did you do it? Wait, wait, what, what's what's the secret, Parker James? How do we all get rich oh on God. social media?
1: I I I don't like just hard work. You know, if this oh my gosh, this doesn't even compare. But like being a doctor, um, you got to go to college for years, and you got to study, and you got to work at it. And then finally, you get to the point where you are. It's kind of like that as a social media influencer, but just not to that extent of being a doctor Um, it's you start and you've got to find a way to build your brand. What works? um, What does your community like? What does your fan base like? And uh, you got to really strive to be the better person and just really uh, make content that will succeed. And you just got to better yourself and better yourself to the point to where you get to that point, you know, and then from there, you can only do exactly what you've been doing for all those years to, you know, get better and better and better. There's, you can only better yourself, really.
0: Well, let's talk about content. Let's talk about finding that thing that it that resonates with people. For you, it was the yeah. character of Stephen, mm-hmm. which, oh no, yeah, I, I think I used the words goofy and ridiculous earlier. Uh, tell me how Stephen yeah. was born.
1: Um you know, a while back, like when I first started, I would do lip syncing because it, at the time it wasn't TikTok; Uh It was musically and uh, musically was an app to where it was mostly, uh, you know, lip syncing. And I, I, I thought it was okay, but it wasn't really something that I was interested in. Uh, but I'm like, you know what? They have an option to where I can make these short 15 second skits. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I went ahead and started doing that, making my own sounds. Um, And it started, you know, doing very well. And I real, you know, I realized that, you know, they, I, it does really well when I implement characters, you know, and for a while I had this one character and I had to put on this blonde wig and it was like absolutely dreadful. And I just hated putting on that wig. And then I eventually realized, you know, oh my gosh, Steven is doing fantastic um, I am not going to stop doing videos with Steven. I'm going to continue to strive and build my brand this way. And, you know, the fans love it. Uh, I love it. S- Steven loves it. So, I mean, like, it's it's great. I love it.
0: And playing a character lets you get outside of yourself. It, it lets you, you can still be authentic on social media, but you have this kind of outlet to be as ridiculous as you want to be.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, Steve, Steven is, Steven is a little bit of everyone, you know, like I, I'm pretty sure the normal, the normal human being would love to sit, sit on their bed, watch movies and eat cookies all night and then complain about how the cookies weren't like as exactly what they hoped they would be. Parker, that that was the first
0: month of quarantine. Oh, yeah. You just described the first, that was, that was March.
1: no. Yeah. That, that was, that was basically mine. A lot of eating. I probably packed on like 10 pounds and then I was like, Oh geez, I gotta, uh-huh. gotta, about to figure out a way to lose this. But, you know, but I, 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 you know, kind of relapsed back and I'm back where I am, but you know, Steven's back to doing his same old, same old, I don't even think it really stops. So yeah. All right. And explain what the Dino club is. Um, You know, the di- you know, with, with, Social media influencers, they always have fan clubs. Uh, They always have a following. And uh, like Jake Paul, he named it after himself, the Jake Paulers. And I was like, huh, that's not really my thing. Like, I can't look around going, oh, are you a Parker Jameser? (laughs) That's that's not my, I don't want people to identify with being a follower of mine, you know, being my name. So uh, Stephen loves dinosaurs. Uh, dinosaurs do really well on my page and um, the dino club, boom, you're in the dino club. You follow me, you're in the dino club. And it was just kind of like, it's not like a fan base. It's a club. It's a a community. community of people. Yeah. 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 I don't see me. I don't, I've never really liked calling them fans because then it makes, it puts the creator above his, you know, people. I don't. I don't. I don't see myself above anybody.
0: See, th- this ties into where I was going to go soon, but it, we'll go there now. I mean, that's a very Kurt mm-hmm. Cobain business model. Kurt Cobain famously didn't want to give autographs because he felt like, well, I'm not any different from the people who come to my shows. There's that kind of line that he mm-hmm. felt weird crossing. I'm looking straight through you. I'm looking at that nine-inch mm-hmm. nails thing behind you. Despite your yeah, age, you seem like a I kid think. of the '90s.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, um, my whole family is a very music oriented family. Uh, my cousins are huge Deadheads. uh, you know, love grateful dead sixties, seventies music. Um, then my mom, um, so my cousins are my mom's brother. And, uh, so, you know, he's all sixties rock and all that stuff, but my mom was, you know, nineties alternative and rock smashing pumpkins and, all that stuff. Um, my dad was, um, like that as well. So growing up, I didn't really listen to stuff like Britney Spears or Beyonce, Katy Perry. I, I didn't That you know, it wasn't really my thing and it wasn't really, I couldn't connect with the energy. It was too upbeat. It was too poppy. Um, but with grunge music, Nirvana, you know, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, uh, all that it had those gross minor chords and really cool melodies and minor thirds and all that cool stuff that I am absolutely obsessed with. You know, Jane's Addiction and yeah. So I I did I did grow up kind of '90s kid style. So yeah, it's I I'm obsessed with that
0: stuff. Well, you and your brother are making music as Lovelorn, and I listened to your stuff on SoundCloud, and my first impression mm-hmm. when I listened to it was this is dark and moody stuff this is yeah. there's melody yeah. there but it's it's definitely more broody and moody and minor chord and <laughs> it all makes sense now yeah So yeah, how you, you know actually, love
1: um love learn had just started probably about a year but that's actually my project that's, that's oh, just oh. Me. yeah oh, that's So what you're doing me? with your brother uh, i I am in a completely opposite thing compared to my brother. Uh, I mean, compared to Love Lauren, I'm, I'm in a full-on band with my brother, uh, and um, we do rock music. We really like fuzz rock and just grunge and noise and upbeat and all that. So we take big inspiration from Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, uh, Jane's Addiction. Um, there's a musical artist named Ty Siegel. Uh, We love him. We love that guy. He's amazing. Uh, So we went in there and we're like, you know what? Let's bring a little bit of the 90s back and the surfer rock and that that California rock sound into the mainstream of uh, rap, hip hop and pop nowadays. I feel, you know, kids are getting lost in mumble music. So I think I,
0: I think everything is poised for a huge pendulum swing back towards guitars. Yeah. I, I know it's, guitars it's have happen. so much more color, but I, I think yeah. that sound from you know Jane's and uh, I'll throw the Pixies in there mm-hmm. and Nirvana, all that all that vibe is coming yeah. back. At least I hope. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And I the thing is, is I don't you know if you like pop music, dude, totally. You know, go go for it. You know that's your that's your thing. I totally don't discriminate against your music taste. But um me, it's just I want to do something that's a little bit more you know, organic than just all digital sounds. So yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with that stuff. So.
0: So the Mm -hmm. question I've been asking everyone just, it's a cliche, but it needs to be asked, are you doing okay? I mean, I realize you do most of your work at home anyway, but are you Mm -hmm. doing okay during the pandemic?
1: Yeah. You know, it sucks because one uh, outside of being a influencer i got to play live shows that's the whole part of being a musician and building your brand as a musician uh, is you got to do live shows so you kind of have been put on hold you can't really um you know i just recently got signed to outshine talent and those p pe- you know those people and managers barbara uh mark and shanna those are fantastic people um but everything's been kind of put on hold and you yeah. can't really do everything to the fullest extent you know so i uh, just got to sit back you know write the music, make sure it comes out nice and perfect, and then it comes out. And then once everything's cleared and opened up, hopefully you just go right on into it. But, you know, even with creating videos, I can't really go out and do videos yeah. in public. So, you know, it it sucks. And then meeting up in person with other creators, VidCon and all these parties in LA, they're not I don't really go for the party. I go for the people and the community and all that. So absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. So looking ahead, I mean, I know you have your merch available ParkerJames.shop. James dot Yeah. What, what's what's brewing for you from oh, your, your uh, laboratory there. What, what's coming up?
1: Oh, we got, I'm actually wearing some right now. So nice. Yeah. I got a big box back here filled with merch that just came in. It's the Parker James line. Uh, the Dino club has been doing really good. Uh, we just came out with, I think three in total so far. So we had the blue, we have the black and we have the golden yellow. Uh, so we're going to be coming out maybe with some Halloween stuff here pretty soon. So looking forward to that. Nice. I know. So, um, are, are you a horror of- fan? Yeah. Do you watch horror movies? Am I a horror fan? Yeah. I like, I like horror movies. Uh, believe it or not, I really like horror movies. Uh, you know, but my mom's like, don't talk about horror movies. Like I don't want to hear it. My mom hates them. Uh, Uh, I love them. I don't know why. I like uh, you know, sinister, Silence of the Lambs, and uh, Conjuring, and all that stuff. It's just spooky factor and ghosts and monsters is just super cool to me. So
0: yeah, I mean, well, there's that darkness again. But to me, I I love horror too, and I just explain it as it's like going to the amusement park. It's a thrill. You get two hours of of an electrical jolt. It's it's exciting to watch some of these movies.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's like keep you on the edge of your seat. I don't like rom coms where you just sit back and you're like, huh, ah, that was cute but funny. You know, that's not that's that's not my thing. Uh like, you know, with Steven, you know, Steven's cute and funny, you know, so I get, you know, I get I get enough cute and funny right there. So maybe, you know, I kinda wanna sit back and watch some scary, edgier seat. I love action. I love uh you know, there's a movie that me and my dad used to watch. I was like eight and when he would show me. So uh all my movie stuff would come from my dad and my mom was Mrs. Cartoons and stuff like that. And, you know, Teletubbies and all that, you know, my dad, we would watch born identity. Uh, it was a really good (laughs) movie series and went from there to taxi cab and all that stuff. So it's, I'm a really big movie guy. I like vintage movies and stuff.
0: So. I always felt like Teletubbies had something very sinister underlying. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I never felt there's right. something
1: going on there.
0: Yeah. It's a little twisted. Yeah. All right. So people want if people want to keep track of you, TikTok is probably the best place, although you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube, uh, Twitter, you are all over mm-hmm. the universe. You're unavoidable. You are ubiquitous. You are you're ever present in our lives. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm on I'm on pretty much everything at this point. Um, you know, when like I said, when I got signed with Outshine Talent, you know, Mark and Shanna are like Sola. Um, you know, so Bar- Barbara, I talked to Barbara too, you know, she's absolutely amazing. Um, they're just a great group of people. And, you know, I told them, I'm like, like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on TikTok and Instagram. They're like, what about YouTube? I'm like, no, not really. And they're like, what the heck are you doing? So they like, they like set me up on, uh, they set me up on YouTube. They also got me involved on, uh, in there on Snapchat, you know, uh, Monica from Snapchat verified me and I'm super grateful that she did that, you know, but it wouldn't have been possible with, uh, you know, Mark, Shanna and Barbara, you know, I sit there and I listen to them, uh, on the phone calls with these business meetings and I hear them talk and I'm like, how the heck do you know this stuff? Like, this is ridiculous, you know, but, um, hopefully one day I'm going to be on that. Now the the only
0: platform, the only platform I didn't hear you mention is the one we're broadcasting live on right now. Facebook is, is this the okay. Boomer platform? you know. I used to
1: play Farmville when I was like eight. You know, Farmville was fun. You know, my mom was obsessed with it. But yeah, I go, I go on Facebook. I, I have a, I have a Facebook. I have a Twitter, but don't really post as much on Facebook as uh, every other platform out there. You
0: know. All right. Well, this this will be a bold bold thing for you today. Being,
1: being oh yeah on yeah. Yeah, I'm right. gonna I, I'm gonna promote it on everything else though. That's for sure.
0: Right on. Well, I appreciate you. I I, I admire what you've been able to do, and really, it, the bottom line, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, it comes down to community fostering, supporting, and engendering community. When social media works and is done correctly and used as a force for good, it's pretty cool. And I, I yeah. think you've done that. You you have a group of people who are loyal, but it's also it really is a this cool two-way street you developed. And I think there are some lessons uh, that other generations can pull from that. And I, I can learn from that as well. So very nice to talk to you.
1: Oh, yeah. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me.